Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came to the tomb at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone for us? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were afraid. And he said unto them, Be ye not afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee, and there you shall see him, as he said unto you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for this day. We thank you that we celebrate the resurrection. We thank you, God, for what you've done, and we're asking, Lord God, that you would open up the ears of our understanding that we may receive from your table. We thank you, Lord God, for even on this day you want to speak to us. And Father, we just bless you for that, God. We pray that you would rebuke anything that is not like you, that you would bind Satan and all his demons who would try to snatch this word and uh, cancel the assignment that you have in the lives of your people. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're thanking you for good ground, good seed, good word, good water, and good fruit. So Father, use me in this short time to speak your word with power and authority. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I want to preach to you this morning from the subject, not what you expected. Somebody say, not what you expected. Today we celebrate the risen Resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the hallmark of the Christian faith. The doctrine that separates our faith from all other religions is the historical evidence that we worship the only risen Lord. All other beliefs are based upon deceased leaders and false deities. We worship a living Savior, a true and living God. But the Son of God didn't just wrap himself up in human flesh, suffer humiliation and ridicule of the cross just so he could benefit from the resurrection. He did it so we who believe in his name could enjoy the benefits of the resurrection. When he rose with all power, we rise with all power. But there must first be a cross. Tell your neighbor, say a cross. Matthew 16, 24 says, if anyone wants to be my disciple, he must first deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Some people are willing to take up their cross, but they're not willing to deny themselves, which then you have a fake cross. Jesus was always blowing the mind of all that he came in contact with. He was always delivering the unexpected, healing, walking on water, 
casting out demons, confronting false doctrine and religious leaders and doing the impossible in those lives of those who he touched. This Resurrection Sunday, he wants to do the unexpected in our lives. <laughs> let's, let's see what he wants to do. Jesus had been crucified and his body was in the tomb. And now women had approached expecting to find the body of the crucified Savior so they could anoint the dead body of Jesus. How many of you know that dead people don't need to be anointed? I put before you, this ain't in my notes, but I just think I throw this out here to those not here just watching on TV or maybe a visitor, but I, I don't know. But there are a lot of people who come to church who are dead that you can't anoint. God's not into anointing dead things. Because if God gives you anointing, an anointing is to do something. Dead don't do nothing. Do I, am I talking to any dead people in here today? Just making sure because I don't want to waste this anointing on dead folk. So he been there and it says they, when the Passover, they, they're all running, they're running and they want to know who's going to roll away this big stone, you know, just ready. Who, who's going to roll away this stone because it was large. They, the the Rome, Roman Empire had already secured this with the biggest security guard they could possibly find because they didn't want anything happening with this body. He had already caused an uproar and, you know, they, he was already talking about he was going to get up in three days. And so they wanted to make sure for real that he did not come up out of this tomb. Let me give you my first point on this. Uh, not what you expected. Um, people don't expect you to get through obstacles. They really don't expect you. And I don't think we paid too much attention to the fact that these women went to the tomb even though they knew they were going to face obstacles. They, they had a physical stone and a spiritual stone. The physical stone, they couldn't move in their own physical stature. The spiritual stone was the fact that the people who were securing him did not believe that he was the Messiah. So there was nobody that was going to open and roll away the stone for them. Uh, outside of that, let me throw this one in there just for, just for GP. Women were already a physical stone. Because women didn't really have any rights back in them days. And they were lower class citizens. Y'all not going to say nothing. Wasn't no women's rights, no women's lib. So here they are going to anoint the body of Jesus, even though they knew they couldn't get in. <laughs> Yet their faith is a witness to the fact that they went anyway. Oh, I'm already preaching. Don't you wait for me to take off. If you're going to experience resurrection power, you have to have the type of faith that says, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, okay. Even when the odds are against you, you got to say, I'm going to do it anyway. Even when there's nobody that's going to roll away the stuff for you, nobody's going to pay the rent for you, nobody's going to open the door for you, you have to have the faith that says, I'm going to do it anyway. Am 
mind talking to anybody in here? When they told you you couldn't get the job, I'm going to apply anyway. When they said you don't have the right credentials for that, I'm going to do it anyway. You got to know that you serve a God who does not care about the obstacles. You got to press on I, I don't. I, that's that's my job as a leader is to to produce a faith and those who follow to have the type of faith that says don't come with excuses on why you can't get something done. Don't come with why oh you don't understand. I'm black. I got a y'all not gonna say nothing. I got a record. I can't get that job. I got felonies. I got y'all. But I serve a God who says He can open doors that no man can shut. They had enough faith to go anyway. I ain't even going to ask where the men were. But sometimes you just need some sisters. See, see, because sisters, see, the sisters understood that the men were scared. The disciples done ran. They ain't going nowhere near the stone. But sometimes a sister will say, y'all stay here and watch what's on the stove. We going anyway. Do I got any sisters in here that know what it's like that? If nobody going to help you, that you have to raise the, the son by yourself, that you had to go ahead and make a... And, And tap your sister and say, I did it all without tricking. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. This next level, this next level. Oh, that's too real for you on resurrection? You want me to water it down for you? And you ain't got to be on the street to be tricking. (laughs) Help me up in here. So they, they went anyway, and, 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 and it, it, it wasn't what they expected. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were afraid. See, let me give you point two. We moving quick. I'll get you out of here to see the game. Don't worry about it. People don't see what they expect to see. They were looking for Jesus in the tomb. But what they found was an angel. An angel is a messenger with a message. I need you to understand that God loves to give messages in tombs. Y'all ain't going, y'all ain't going with Isaiah 45, 19 says, have I not spoken in secret somewhere in a land of darkness? God loves to give messages in tombs. Here's my point. Instead of looking for death in the tomb, look for what God is saying. Is God trying to tell you something? Because I know he was speaking to me in dead places. He didn't anoint me in a dead place. 
Because the Bible says before I formed you in the womb, I already anointed you. So I was anointed before I ever got to the dead place. Which means that the dead place couldn't hold me anyway. And messengers don't speak where there's no anointing. I'm preaching already. I said messengers don't speak where there's no anointing. Whenever you've seen an angel speaking to anybody in the Bible, it was because they were anointed. Mary, I got a message. Y'all not going to say, but I got a message. I got a message. They were already anointed. Who? He had a message for Moses in the wilderness. He had a message for Joseph in the prison. He had a message for Daniel in the lion's den. Three Hebrew boys in a furnace. Jonah in the belly of a whale. And a treasure of messages for Paul while he was in prison. I'm trying to help somebody up in here to understand that God will speak to you in your dead place. Stop complaining because everything don't look good. Because it's when everything don't look good that everybody leaves you. And the only way God can get a message to you is if everybody gets the, y'all better help me. He can't talk to you with everybody you got all around you. So he puts you in a dark place. Where it's just you and him. What? While everybody else going about their business, he's speaking to you. On the backside of a desert, he's speaking to you. In the bar, he's speaking to you. In the crack house, he's speaking to you. In jail, he's speaking to you. In depression, he's speaking to you. In loneliness, he's speaking to you. Is he saying anything to anybody? If you stop complaining and open up your ears, listen. He who has ears to So they were looking for a dead person, but the angel was there. Ooh. And he says, don't be afraid. You're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's risen. He ain't here. See the place where they laid him? I know why you're here. I know what you're looking for. It ain't here. Look where you left him. Let me give you the next point. People don't find what they expect to find. <laughs> oh, this is good to me right here. Can I go ahead and preach it? There are a lot of people in your life who think you where they left you. There are a lot of people in your life who think you are where they left you. Even after they tried to crucify you. And some were successful in crucifying you. They always looking for who was. You're looking for Jesus who was. Oh, my God. But somehow you got up and you moved on. You are not where they left you. Tell your haters, go ahead. Yeah, don't look next to you because they might be. You might have brought them to church. But just 
You could put, you could go ahead and text your haters, you know, put it on Facebook, do, do whatever you got to do. I'm going to give you a, a little moment to go ahead and tell them I'm not where you left me. Y'all, y'all, y'all can't help me. Yeah, go ahead and text him. Say I'm, I'm not dead. I'm not where you expected me to be. You see the place. You see the place, but you don't find the person. You see the prison, but you don't see the prisoner. You see the addiction, but you don't see the addict. You see the strip, but not the stripper. Help me up in here. You see the left, but not the lonely. The diagnosis, but not the discouraged. See the place where you left me. I ain't there no more. Why do people always want to go back to where you was? When you trying to get to where he's at. Some of them be your family. Ooh. They expect you to act like you used to act. They know they be talking sideways out of their face, but they know the old you, the was you. They couldn't invite the was to the cookout. Now they don't know who coming. So they shocked when you don't knock their teeth out. I'm a preacher, Alexis. Alexis is the only one can feel me right now. You know, like I'm, don't look at me. Don't judge me. Like I, like I'm the only one that not one knock somebody's teeth out. Y'all better give God praise every Sunday. Y'all walk out here with all y'all teeth, cause something. You changed. You pray for your haters. Those who despitefully use you. You feed those who stole from you. You give to those who take. And you know they're not going to give back. You encourage those who lied on you. Because I'm not who I was. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm not who I was. Nah. Yeah, I'm not who I was. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. So they don't get it messed up. Tap them and say, it could show up at any moment. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. Don't, don't go ahead and judge me. Don't put me on the cross. Jesus died. I did not. <laughs> but the message was not just a message. He, the message also includes a mission. All right, I'm about to lose half the church now. He's not here. But go tell, ooh, go tell his disciples and Peter. Because Peter ain't a disciple at this moment. I think the angel has some feelings towards Peter. Yeah. Because he didn't want to include him, but God told him he had to include him. You know how it is when God tell you to go bless somebody that you don't really want to go bless. I could be nice to this side of the room and that side. 
He said, go tell his disciples and Peter that he's going ahead of you in the Galilee. There you're going to see him just as he told you. I'm almost done. He said, here's the point. Write it down. People don't expect you to be where you're about to be. They crucified him and buried him, yet he was ahead of them. They crucified him and buried him, yet he was going ahead of them. I put before you that there's been a lot of things that happened in your life. Well, sometimes even more than your neighbor. But by the power of God, somehow, you made it ahead of them all. Don't tell me I'm the only one that be looking at Facebook and you look through that yearbook and you like. How with all that I've been through, did I make it to where I'm at? Y'all not going to say nothing. The power of the resurrection is that you'll be exactly where he told you you'd be. Without delay. Even setbacks are set up. People don't expect you to be where you're going to be. The, Paul said, not that I've already attained or am already perfected. But I press on. One thing I do, I forget those things that are behind me. You got to forget those things that are behind you and press toward the things. This is the wrong message for this church. I'm trying to talk to people who understand that in spite of all the mess ups in your life, that somehow you still ended up in the place that God wanted you to be. That even with your hard-headed, disobedient lifestyle, your stubbornness, God still somehow worked all things together for your good. That is um, There is no way to explain how you got to where you are. That you still are in your right mind. That you still got breath in your body. That you still as cute as you are. That you still remember yesterday. And I thank God that even though I thought that the 15 years I was addicted to cocaine stored my life and messed my life up, somehow when I said I do to Christ, he said I will. Y'all better help me. That all the years I wasted were not a waste. Because if I didn't go through what I went through, I couldn't preach like I preach. You better be glad you made it out of whatever it is you had to go through. Because we serve a God who can redeem time. Well, let me just close this because I, I, I don't know. I, I, 
I don't know. Let me just go. I see y'all just want to have church. Y'all want to go East Egg, huh? Let me tell you, this is what it is. To all those that want to visit tombs, he's not there. And I'm not either. I'm going to say that again. To all those that want to keep visiting tombs, tell your neighbor, he's not there. And I'm not either. My faith says because he got up, I get up. Because the grave couldn't hold him, it can't hold me either. Oh, death, where is your sting? That same power he rose up on day three with, it now resides in every last believer. Help me up in here. See, they expected his name to die, but we still lift his name up. They expected the movement to cease, but the church still moves on. They expected his power to be paralyzed, but our faith did not fade. I'm here to tell you, I am not where you expected me to be. And Jesus is not where they expected him to be. I feel like preaching. I feel like going back to my first sermon. Tell your neighbor, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but what? I'm sorry. I'm not struggling. I'm not depressed. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I celebrate Christ because God did it all. He got up in my life so I could get up. He moved in my life so I can move. He showed me what it means to be a worshiper, to be a praiser. You can go ahead and look at me like I'm crazy if you want to, but I'm glad that God did not leave me in hell but he came and got me up out of hell do I got anybody in here that God went to hell pulled you up out of your hell I am so sick of saints acting like they all sweet when you know you was thinking about killing yourself you wanted to die you don't even but God stepped in if it had not if it had not been The doctor gave you a diagnosis, you got depressed. You wanted to end it all. You said, why me, Lord? But God brought you through that. Brought you through operations. Brought you through divorce. Brought you through addictions. Brought you through... And you sitting there on Resurrection Sunday making me sweat to make you understand that if it had not been for that cross and the... I got to come down your aisle and start telling you about your nasty behavior, your nasty thoughts. This ain't about no bunny, no egg. This is about Christ who took all our sins. So your neighbor can't look at you crazy because you in process. That's why you come to a church that is a no judgment zone. 
I don't care if you got drunk last night. I don't care if you got weed in your pocket. I don't care. God is a deliverer. He's stronger than whatever. If the tomb couldn't hold him, what they, what they didn't realize is they didn't need to roll away the stone. They rolled it away, not so he could come out, so we could go in. Y'all better help me up in here, because he ain't need nothing to be rolled away. He walked through walls. He walked through doors, but so that we can peek in the tomb and see he not dead. Tap your neighbor, say, come out of the dead place. Every now and again, you got to look in your tomb. And no, you could have been buried there. And that's just the stuff you know about. You don't even know the haters God saved you from. You don't even know somebody could slip something in your drink. I've been in psychiatric wards where people smoked hells and put somebody laced their joint and they never came out of the ninth floor of Yale. But all that crap you keep putting in your body and God. You Trying to teach you, praise him in your tomb. Bless him in your tomb. That's why I don't I don't need good circumstances in my life. I'll never praise God for a car. I'll never praise God for a house, for a little bit of money, for a little bit a woman, for a man. Never. I remember smoking crack and saying, God, don't let this hit kill me. Don't let this hit kill me. Heart beating out of my chest. And then as soon as it slow down, take the hit. God, don't let this kill me. Don't let this kill me. All the while, God saying, you're my child. I'm going to use you. I'm going. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon. I died for that. I bled for that. I got up for that. I got victory over that. Nothing formed. Nothing broke. Anybody in here not afraid of the bottom? Somebody say, I'm not, I, I need to, I need to pass the people who, who not afraid of the bottom. I can't be, I can't be dealing with people who, who, but I can't deal with them bougie people, man. I'm telling you, I, that ain't my anointing. I need, I, well, that's why God sent us crazy folk. That the person next to you delivered, they all crazy. You ain't going to say nothing. Hey, they all, yeah, I got some crazies here. Uh, can I get that? I got some heavy hitters in here. Y'all better help me up in here. I need people that ain't afraid of zero. Because when you've been to your bottom, then you understand that God can do all things. 
in the sky. You, you got a pastor who ain't afraid to eat oodles and noodles every now and again just so I can remember where God brought me from. And then I eat some steak and lobster whenever I feel like. Bless him. I need about three people to go ahead and give God a oodle of noodle praise. A cereal with water praise. Y'all not going to help me. My kids don't understand nothing about that. My kids told me they don't want to know the struggle. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I need a quarter water praise. Can I get... Next level. All right, now that we got that out the way, can I get a steak and lobster praise? Can I get? Not what you expect. in the mind of God while you're praising. If you go ahead and get out of yourself, what I just showed you in the physical, God could do in your spiritual. Because you don't need a $75 blessing. You want a $75,000. 
Legacy. Legacy. Some of y'all just need to praise him for his resurrection. Because without it, you wouldn't have a good credit score. You bless him, Michelle. Because that crazy thing that happened in Brooklyn could have been could have been Praise God, because God covers your mama. It could be another way, you know that, right? It could be another way, but because God got her covered, he got y'all covered. It's time, it's time. Y'all cut it out. They're going to think y'all love Jesus. 
this day.